Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Born to Be a Star. Damn, yo, it's been a long day. I'm tired. It's been a long week. I feel like this is the longest week of my life, but get through it. Today is another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. And when I say recognize your star power, I mean looking in the reflection and liking your reflection. I mean recognizing where you are and where you're going on your journey. The reflection in the mirror, whether it's in the bathroom, the car, your phone, the pocket mirror that your sister gave to you, or the vanity in your like walk-in closet bathroom area in your house, whatever it might be, look in that mirror and love your reflection. Whether you're a guy, a girl, a boy, a woman, whatever you are, those four things basically. Because we're not giving airtime to weirdos. But um, even if you're feeling differently than that, recognize your star power by looking in the mirror and recognizing that you do have light. It starts our podcast off by saying, yes, we can. We can change our minds. We can decide we want to do something differently. We can try something new. Yes, we can want to learn a new language. Yes, we can want to travel. Yes, we can buy a new coat. Yes, we can decide that we like shopping online better than shopping in a store for a lot of different reasons. (coughs) Yes, we can decide that maybe we don't want to eat frozen food anymore. Yes, we can decide we're going to change our favorite restaurant. Yes, we can decide that we don't want to shop at certain stores because we can't stand the people that work there. And yes, we can decide that we want to put streaks in our hair. or We want our hair to be red or we want our hair to be blue or green or whatever color. We can also decide we want to upgrade our wardrobe. We can decide we finally want to buy new moccasins. We want to switch from Louis Vuitton to Michael Kors to Marc Jacob to Chanel to um, uh, Balenciaga. We want to get skims like um, the Kim Kardashian line or we want to wear the Kylie line for her cosmetics. Whatever it is, you can decide and say to yourself, yes, I can. You can also decide that you want to read a new book or you want to do a bunch of other things, too. Instead of pressuring yourself, feeling like (coughs) things aren't possible, start your day off by saying, you know what? I can do this and then do it right because fear isn't going to get you where and not believing in yourself isn't going to get you to your destination (coughs) outside of the fact that saying yes I can is important let's get to the second part of the conversation which is never give up If you believe in yourself and you believe in people you love, how do you give up on that? How do you give up on something because it's difficult? You know, currently in the society, in the world, in the United States and other countries, there's this belief that you have to check all your dots and like do everything a certain way. And yeah, that might be true. But like, dude, hope and faith and And believing and trusting in God is definitely important to your every day and all your activities. Don't we want to think that there's more to life than just us being here at this moment? That there's something bigger than that? Never giving up is understanding that those three engineers that just died in Jordan, who were from Georgia and the United States of America, 
had a purpose. They had families. And, and they had a purpose. And never giving up is understanding that we won't be silent about the lives that we just lost. Not just their lives, but all the lives we've lost before them. Not just now, but 20 years, 30 years, the future, whenever it may be. We got to take a moment of silence and, and show respect. Be humble. Understand the importance of these conversations. Because if we don't do that, we're going to give up on ourselves and everybody else too. If you really love somebody, if you really love yourself, you can't give up because things are difficult. You have to persevere through the fire and the difficulty and the hell of a situation to get to the other side of it. We might be having difficulty at our job because we've approached working in an environment incorrectly. Like, here's something that I've learned at work and something that I've failed at many times in the past. Maybe I don't need to have this weird structured um, belief that everything has to go one way versus another. Maybe I should remove the shield of thinking that all everything has to flow one way, right? But never giving up isn't me saying, oh, this isn't going the way I want it to. So now I have to quit and find another job and I got to figure out this. And I got instead of doing all that, whether it's your job or relationship where you live, right? The fucking person you follow on Instagram, instead of getting irritated and letting your anger control you and, and letting the wrong thing control the situation, maybe you need to take a step back and understand that maybe you need to lower your expectations because you might be giving up on yourself and not recognizing the situation that you're in don't give up on yourself and don't give up on anybody else that you love persevere through the bad to get to the good moving on from the never give up let's move into the why not today because the indecisiveness and the procrastination of the world is going to completely drive me insane taking forever to make a decision and sticking to the decision that you're making fucking drives me crazy I don't understand it. I think it's stupid. I think that we need to take time to make decisions and live with them. I think we need to get away from the idea that we have forever to make up our minds and we have the ability to control time because we don't and we never will. God is not giving that power to a person. I know that might be hard to hear. Maybe you think you're going to make the remote like with Adam Sandler uh, click, but you're not right. Please be realistic. We don't have powers like that, and we're not getting them. So if you need to set up an appointment to get your dog a bath, or you need to get the dishwasher fixed, or the dryer's not working in the basement, or something's wrong with your car, or something's wrong with your tooth and you've got a toothache, or your arm is hurting and you need to make an appointment with a doctor, whatever it may be, instead of you taking forever to make a decision understand that honestly make the decision and stick with it right why not today make the toast in the oven right put the toast in the damn air fryer right what are you waiting for? Are you really going to go buy a toaster? 
When are you going to go buy a toaster? When are you going to go do that thing you said you were going to do three weeks ago? When are you going to actually go over to see your mom? When are you going to FaceTime your brother? When are you going to respond back to that text message from your best friend? When are you going to call your best friend back? When are you going to make an appointment with the doctor because you're interested in seeing about your fertility? When are you going to get your teeth whitened? When are you going to do it? What are you waiting for? Go do all those things that you need to go do now because you might not have tomorrow to do them with. Time is not something we can buy. That, those are the mantras of the day. Let's get to the headlines with no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. First of all, those illegal aliens that attacked the cop in New York, they've got away scot-free and they're on buses and they're in California likely. Second of all, Biden is not coming up with a good excuse about why the three people that died in Jordan died. First of all, they were engineers, so they weren't combat ready. I, I have more questions than answers with that. Gavin Newsom has a video where he is pretending like he is not responsible for the fact that the majority of the businesses in California are seriously suffering because of his policy decisions. That's happening. You know what else is happening? Um, mm, the electric cars that Joe Biden and these far leftist idiots are so excited about, nobody's buying them. So what are they going to do now? Because you're not going to force me to get a fucking electric car. I like my Volkswagen. I love my Jetta. I love the fact that I can go in regular gears or switch it to German gears if I want to. Because if I want at any point, I can go to the Autobahn and drive my car there. Are you fucking telling me that I, it's a requirement for me to get an electric car? Because you can surely suck my middle finger. And, and that's exactly how I feel about that. They are, like I said yesterday, they're giving peaceful protesters, supporting life, supposedly 11 years in jail, and they're still lying about the border. And illegal aliens are getting free money, free medical services, jobs in the government. The bitch that's in New York, that's the governor, is giving 4,000 jobs to illegal aliens, but they're not giving it to American citizens. What the fuck? The only jobs that have risen in the United States of America, I don't know about the rest of the world, are government jobs, right? Not the private sector, government jobs. So you know what that means? There aren't any new jobs. There aren't, right? It is no longer affordable for any generation to survive, to buy a house, to have a family, to do any of these things. Generation Z is completely lost and delirious and just completely separated from everything. And that's fine. Honestly, we need to do a better job at asking questions. Because I just told you that the three people that were murdered in Jordan weren't combat they were engineers they were building roads why were they there why is it that the defense guy can come on a fucking stage and claim that he's sorry for the things he did and he spoke to the president no motherfucker you need to resign there's no sorry just this is just like that harvard shit with that black bitch that was the president and yeah i called her a bitch do you know how much it pisses me off and it irritates me that three 
people just fucking died in Jordan and their lives don't matter. They're, this is not on the news, right? It's not. They were engineers. What about the 13 men and women that died in fucking Afghanistan for nothing? What about that? What about that? How did they not know that the fucking drone was an American? Why weren't they doing their goddamn jobs? I wouldn't tell anybody I love or know to join the army for shit. If you're not already in the army, don't bother. Yeah, good luck, buddy. That's why your numbers are horrible and you fucking suck, right? They just suck. I don't want to hear the fucking excuses. I don't want to hear Biden baffle words and be disrespectful to people that serve and protect us. It doesn't matter if that was in the United States, Canada, UK, wherever the fuck it might be, even Ireland or fucking Istanbul, Japan, whatever country it is, that is not the narrative you want getting out. That you mistake a drone and 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 that kills the people that are serving your country. That's just another example. They're attacking Christians, especially Catholics. And they're attacking you if you don't agree with their insane thoughts and stuff. They've taken over sports. They're trying to use Taylor Swift to their advantage. And they're running around lying about the poll numbers. MSDNC, Clinton News Network, ABC, all these whack-ass news stations. Honestly, like... It's not there. There's a disconnection. And also, before I get to the main part of the conversation, because I did, like, write out what I was going to talk about today on No Media Allowed. Before I get to that, I want to say this. Why are we pretending that Nikki Haley is going to do something that Donald Trump isn't doing, right? Why is it that she is acting like undecided votes and Democratic votes is going to help her ass win? Now, I'm not saying that Donald Trump doesn't need undecided, independent, suburbia, black, Spanish, and white college students, millennials, or even Generation Z. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is why the fuck should Donald Trump get up on a stage and apologize and be a pussy, right? And I'm using vulgar words here because I need to. In order for you to understand the messaging here and the story and what exactly is going on here, you need to hear these words. Millennials can't buy houses. Young people can't have kids. The education system is completely screwed up. Your job is insane with this DEI bullshit trying to convince you that uneducated, irresponsible, stupid people can operate and do jobs correctly. If you're at a job and you call out over five times, your ass should be fired. I don't understand how the fuck people are getting away with not being responsible or doing their jobs correctly, but there should be something written in black and white. And it's difficult for other people that work at places that have to deal with that shit. 
But they created this environment where people don't think they need to work because they know they're going to get a handout from the government. Like when you hear people say that they don't want to get the medical from their job because they want the free medical from the government instead, what the fuck is going on? Donald Trump had a hold over the border in Texas, in California, and in Arizona. And the moment that he left office, Joe Biden wanted to take away his ability to do his job. So he did. He took away Remain in Mexico, and he took away a lot of other things too. Now, I want to remind you what I said earlier. The governor or the mayor of New York, whatever the fuck she is, went out and said with her microphone that they can't wait for all these illegal people to come to New York. So why are you asking for money, bitch? And I saw what happened in Martha's Vineyard, and it was quite hilarious. You know what happened in Martha's Vineyard? They didn't want to deal with them. They got rid of them in less than three days. Does that not tell you something? Why would you want to elect anyone else into office that hasn't already been there that you don't know what they're going to do? How can you trust Nikki Haley when she made all her money by lying and hyping up other countries? She is the fakest, worst pretender that has ever existed ever. And for us to sit here and lie is a bunch of bullshit, right? She lost. She's not going to win. It's over. I'm sorry. Now, I listened to The View earlier insult Tim Scott, who is a um you know a senator from South Carolina I think that we need to stop we gotta stop we gotta stop giving time And it's just hilarious. But what's special about Gillis is that he beat cancel culture. In 2019, he was hired as a cast member on Saturday Night Live, but was fired before he ever appeared on the show after people dug up old clips in which he made jokes about Asians. Now, if you've seen SNL in the past few years, you might even say he got lucky. I think that we got to turn the page here. Instead of us getting mad about the stupid shit that they're doing in politics, Let's just make fun of them. Instead of us, like, seriously taking it like the world is going to end, and, and probably the world is going to end because of these globalist fucking idiots or the Davos team saying that they want to control your mind with a fucking, like, pin that they input. Everything is related to the Matrix, and all of the things that we've seen in these sci-fi movies have been 100% correct from the beginning. Like I've been saying, since this fucking podcast started, we are in the Matrix, what pill are you going to take? I'm taking the red one. I don't give a fuck. I want to know what's actually happening. I don't want to hear a bunch of people lying to me. The View attacked Tim Scott, and he is a black man. And those three people that just died in Jordan were black. Today is the first day of Black History Month. And that just shows you how much this administration and these politics 
actually care about black people? Have you actually seen the neighborhoods of black people? Are they inviting? Do they make you feel safe? Do you feel like you can walk down the street without somebody trying to shoot you or stick you up with something or get you high or rape you? Do you really feel safe in all these weird places in New York? Probably not. We need to call these motherfuckers out. They're trying to race, bait, and lie. BLM was bullshit. There is no Black Lives Matter. Because Black Lives can't matter more than any other lives. All of our lives have to matter together. And I made a lot of mistakes during that whole movement, getting caught up with the Young Turks, getting caught up with a bunch of whitewashed bullshit saying that. Because I'm not just black. I'm also a bunch of other things. And even if you're not black, even if you're Oriental or fucking Taiwanese, that doesn't matter. You know what should matter? That we're people and we're human beings and we're all gray together, not the color of your skin. And if we continue to play into that, we are, we're losing. It doesn't matter what country you live in. It doesn't matter what time it is. And it doesn't matter if the sky is light or dark outside. It doesn't matter if you wore blue or green yesterday or you're going to wear red or purple tomorrow. We are all in this together. If you are not uber, super duper rich and you're not a hyper elite and you're not at this Davos fucking conference with the weird headphone shits in your ears talking about this weird shit, then you're down here with me in reality. We got to cut them the fuck off with this race bait crap. Yeah. Honestly. We just got to get better at this. Moving on from my hype about Trump, just I cannot stand Nikki Haley and I can't wait for her ass to lose. I I cannot wait to hear what the fuck she's going to say when she ends up losing. What the f- is this bitch going to say? I wonder. But moving on from that, let's get to. The woke media has no viewers. And we know that already. Because you know who watches the woke media? Honestly, are we really seriously asking this? Who would want to look at Clinton News Network where all they're doing is telling you that your gas bill and your phone bill and your rent and the fact that you wanted to buy a house a couple months ago, but now you can't afford it because the interest rates went up. And every time you bid on a house, the fucking bidding wars don't make sense. So you're not getting caught in it. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Who wants to watch a news station or The View or any of these other shitty shows that want to make up shit and lie to you? They want to tell you, oh, that's not happening. Oh, Biden's doing all this stuff for you. You really want to sit there and look at that? For what? Uh, dude, no. We shouldn't be listening to the fake-ass media, even if the media considers itself to be right media and while i listen to a lot of fox news and um daily wire and a bunch of things 
<clears throat> there's times where I start to notice that they're like, I don't like Trump. I don't like the way he approached this. And I immediately feel like, well, I don't know why I'm listening to this. Not because I expect every person to have the same opinions as me, but only because how could you be willing to say that you want to support someone else? No one else is going to be able to be as great as Trump. I'm sorry. They're not. <coughs> It's just fucking stupid. They don't have anybody watching these channels and the small amount of people that they do, they're acquiescing to them. So they sound like fucking lunatics when you look at the view and you hear them insult Tim Scott, who's a black man, right? When you try to listen to the fact that the defense person, that's a black man, did not tell the White House he had cancer, like now three people are fucking dead and they've been attacking Americans for since fucking... October 17th of 2023, and it is February 1st, the first day of Black History Month. Explain that shit to me. Also explain to me how you're trying to speak to black people or Caucasians or middle class or suburbia when everybody has to go to the gas station and the grocery store and see the ridiculous prices at both of those places. And you can't fucking tell me that there is a way to white all of that out and pretend like it doesn't exist. Because hyperinflation made zero cherry Pepsi, 12 cans, nine fucking dollars in the grocery store. Now that was just big why. So I can only imagine how much that costs anywhere else. They closed the Walgreens, um... I think in Washington and Premier Jayapal was mad and flipping the fuck out about how it's racist that Walgreens closed the store. But Walgreens closed the store because of the environment it was in with people continuing to try to rob it. They closed the Walgreens where I live, too. And it was one that I actually used. So I was really irritated about that. But I understand it. It's not good for business to have everything locked up in the store and people can't go get it. What the fuck? Well... It's just going to get worse. Don't get mad at stupid people. Laugh. I said earlier, instead of us getting upset and going to bed and not falling to sleep and letting this mentally affect our lives, you know what I've done? I've been able to tune out what I really don't give a fuck about. And I've just been able to enjoy my life. And lately, it's made really a big difference, right? If you're going to disagree with me because you don't like Trump, I'm automatically going to think you're a fucking moron. If you continue to talk, I'm just going to be proved at the fact that you are a fucking moron. And I'm not trying to insult anybody because everybody deserves to have their own thoughts and opinions. But when it comes to the presidential election of 2024 in the United States of America, and I'm not talking about any other country right now, we all know that the only coherent person that's capable of fixing the, the, the detriment in the United States of America is Donald Trump. It's not Biden. Biden's a puppet. We can tell. We see it. He is a rogue agent working for China, Romania, Ukraine, a bunch of other weird fucking countries, Iran, and who knows where else, right? I can continue to just name the countries. He definitely was willing to re-support the UN that has rogue people on it. And when I listened to these motherfuckers yesterday at the White House say... Mayorkas, as a matter of fact, make a fucking comment about how 
Just because there's 12 people that did something doesn't mean the whole agency isn't bad. But that's exactly what the fuck it means. It means the whole agency is bad. You're telling me that attacking Jewish people after what happened to them in history is okay? No, motherfucker, it isn't. And you're sitting here and you're telling me just because it's 12 that it doesn't matter. Just like the fucking guy in charge of the defense because he's black and he's a DEI hire who's clearly incompetent and can't do his job. Just like Kamala Harris and the fucking dean of Harvard. God. What the fuck? That's why (coughs) you should just laugh and just not care. Just laugh at the fact that Joe Biden cannot complete a complete sentence. Laugh at the fact that Kamala Harris never knows what she's talking about. Pramine Jean-Pierre, whatever her weird fucking name is, is hyping up about being a lesbian or some weird shit. And she doesn't even know what day it is. These people are so damn lost. And these people are in charge. And it doesn't seem like they're in charge of anything, including their own selves. They're just running around like chickens with their head chopped off. And honestly, it's entertaining watching them fuck up or watching Joe Biden trip over stairs, walk into walls, walk off of sets and just do everything wrong. He mumbles sentences. He doesn't know anybody's fucking name. He doesn't know where he is. He says random things out loud. He's a buffoon. He's a lost fucking buffoon. And that is the representation of Americans is an idiot. So just laugh because that's not my goddamn representation. I'm not hyping him up for shit. I don't give a fuck what any of these idiots say. I'm not on his side with anything. So I'll continue to laugh. I'll laugh at all the Greg Gutfeld that comes on at 10 o'clock. And I'll laugh at all the other jokes when they allow these dumbass Democrats to come on Republican shows where they get to humiliate them by asking them questions that they know they can't answer. That's the proof of it all. These people are fucking idiots. Does policy attract voters' interest? It should, which brings me to the point of how exactly did Joe Biden win? He hid in a basement and talked about COVID. And now we're in 2024 where we're seeing that the COVID vaccinations were all a lie. Dr. Fauci was in on it from the beginning and China unleashed a death weapon. And they're already preparing for the next one at Davos because they said that with a microphone, right? The next big thing is coming. How the fuck did you know? This is not just a random fucking respiratory thing. They planned it. Which means we're all fucking stupid. And we all were willing to give away our rights to get vaccinated. And I'm never getting another one. And I don't give a fuck what they say. (coughs) It ain't happening. Nobody cares. So does policy attract voters? It should attract voters when you got illegal aliens beating up police officers in New York that are trying to protect the pedestrians of the city. And now they can't do that. And you got men pretending that they're women playing in women's sports, attacking women and seriously injuring them. And we're going to act like that's not happening either. Like, what the fuck, man? No. Policy should attract voters. We shouldn't allow people from other foreign countries to buy land in America. And we should have a lot of limitations with foreign people. And until we figure it the fuck out and we get better at our responsibility and our job, 
we really can't say anything. And finally, World Economic Forum is a group of fucking blistering buffoons who think that they're going to get away with the biggest heist in the world. And I'm saying world. Just look how they diminish you, me, and everyone together. They pretend like us, the working people of the world, are the problem. And now I'm not talking about the squalor-filled countries that there's no hope of saving. I'm talking about the countries that are trying to break away from autocracy and liberal thoughts and democratic views. And the way that they get hit with hatred, right? They don't like Germany They didn't like Italy. They didn't like the UK or Britain for trying to elect a Republican. And they were willing to come out with all this information to get the person to leave the position. Just these people are corrupt. And we talked about that the other day. The World Economic Forum, all these fucking global groups, the UN, all these people... They are out for blood, and it doesn't matter where you are, because if you are an honest human being that might believe in God or not, they are coming for you, so they don't have to do anything. You're the scapegoat. You are the victim, and you don't matter. But you know what? We do matter. You know what? This is our land. This is our world. God created this for us. They don't get the last say. They are not in charge. Jesus Christ is in charge because he is all-knowing, omnipresent, and he is everything all at once. He is the creator. He created Adam and Eve. He created all of it. And if Adam and Eve weren't so fucking stupid like we all are now, we'd probably be in an even better place now. This is hell. And we made it so. But that does not mean that we have to eat shit and die. And I'm not eating shit. And I ain't dying either. So guess what, motherfuckers? Guess what? Economic forum. Suck a dick, right? And a hairy, ugly dick at that. And I meant everything I just fucking said. We don't give a fuck what you feel about anything. Donald Trump doesn't have to sound nice. And neither do I. If you want the reality and you want the truth, you have to scare mean bad people so they don't make dumb decisions if you want to have peace you don't get peace by being nice you give peace by inducing fear the united states of america is not doing that and nobody's scared of them and until we get our dick back and we get our big boy pants back on nothing's going to change here paying nine dollars for a fucking venti latte at starbucks it's just a piece of it. And I'm not saying I can't afford that. But it's just the idea of me paying it. Just why? We need to be brave. And I say it to you all the time. The World Economic Forum doesn't want you to pay attention to what they're doing. They want to put chips in our head and control us so they can see how we're going to shop. And they can send us more fucking ads. Mark Zuckerberg admitted that they're attacking teenagers. And they've been doing it. People have committed suicide 
and suffered horribly. Families have been ripped to shreds because of these dumbass decisions. The World Economic Forum isn't going to stop. The weird shit that I told you about isn't going to end. And they're going to do even more creepier things. We give them no way out. Moving on from politics. Main part of the conversation. If you made your bed, lay in it. I'm tired of hearing people complain about their life. Oh, you know, I had kids and then we got married after. What the fuck? Okay, don't care. Like, it just makes me feel like, why are you complaining about your life with the decisions that you made to be in it? If, if you make a bad decision, you have to deal with the shitty consequences. I have had many experiences where things have not gone my way. The master's thing that I planned on doing and that I completed, I, I, I just spent all this time focusing on something. And it just, it really fucking sucks. Honestly. Why do we give people a way out of responsibility? I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear bums complain about how they don't have any money, but they don't have a job. I don't want to hear people at jobs complain about how they want to grow, but they don't have any education. I don't want to hear people say they can't afford education. I don't want to hear people say they can't afford to live somewhere. I don't want to fucking hear any of that. Because if I can figure it out, so can you. There's no excuses to life. No one's given anything. If you want to succeed and you want to make a difference in the world, you have to be willing to become the light, be the light, and radiate the light. That is it. If you made your bed, fucking lay in it. If you made a dumb decision that's going to be detrimental to you long term, that's too fucking bad. Maybe you really need to take the time before you sign up for some shit and you do something stupid to clarify if this is really something that you should be doing. Right? Should you really get a PhD in some ridiculous shit where you're not going to make any money in it? And here's a message. Hey, ding dong, Generation Z, a.k.a. Generation Free. And I'm not trying to insult them because there's a lot of relatability, right? Just come on, man. Come on. No one's going to give you anything. You're going to have to learn how to be an adult. And do adult things. And I know you might not want to do that. But you're going to have to. That's it. If you make your bed, you should lay in it. And no one should give you a way out. Because that's not realistic. That's comfortable. And life is not always comfortable. Sometimes you make a bad decision and you have to deal with the consequences. You're not always right. I think I struggled with that for a very long time of thinking everything has to go my way the way I want it all the time. And that's just not how life works. And coming to the understanding that I'm not always right was not easy. I didn't just get to that point. I had to learn that. Right. I, I just didn't get to the point where, wow, you know, I'm, I'm really not always right because of this. I didn't just get there overnight. It took a little bit of time. But not only am I OK with not being right. But I'm also okay with lowering my expectations because life isn't controllable that way. And I'm also okay with just living and being a person and not taking life too seriously. Literally. I think that for a very, very long time, I've suffered from like a control disorder. Not necessarily a, a compulsive disorder, but I've suffered from the inability to just allow things to happen 
always wanting to plan things out strategically and be 40 steps ahead. And that's just not how life works. And I'm just learning that <coughs> I'm not right about everything. And I'm also learning that I don't want to be right about everything. I like learning. I like being wrong. I like lessons. I like someone telling me the truth so I can do better. And that's okay. I can't be who I was before, neither can you. We have to learn, adjust, and move forward. And we cannot continue to look behind ourselves if we're driving ahead. Removing fear. Removing fear means you don't continuously talk about the past. You don't continuously talk about what you didn't do. You don't continuously talk about what you're not good at. You recognize fear, you face it, and you get over it, and you move the fuck on. That's what it is. Removing fear is removing the thought from your head that you can't do something. Maybe start your day off like I do every day by saying to yourself, yes, I can. Even if you don't know if you're going to be able to do it, if you instill in yourself that you can and that you're good and you're great and you can accomplish something, maybe you just will do that. Keeping the resolution going. Keeping the resolution going means that you're willing to wait till you find a way to fix something and you're not just going to give up on yourself or anybody else or just say, I don't know how I'm going to do this and I don't care. That's not going to solve anything. You need to find a resolution to a problem to fix it. Doubt should fuel your mind. If you got a bunch of people telling you what you can't be, what you shouldn't be and how you're not going to do something, then that should fuel you to do everything. They said she couldn't, so she did, right? They make life seem like it's impossible to do it, but it isn't. They just don't want you to have the same things that they have. Escape the madness, bro. Wake the fuck up. You want to know why people want to instill in you why you can't do something? Let me tell you the secret. People are willing to sit in your face and tell you all the ways you can't do something. I told you about the bad experiences I had at my last church, Emmanuel Baptist Church, where I wanted to volunteer for the the children's part of the church. And I got denied by Pastor Sherman, right? I wanted to do a lot of things. I even wanted to join the choir there. And I got denied by uh, the pastor's son that's in control of the choir by telling me, Uh, He didn't know if he wanted to give me time at that point. So I just basically, I don't want to say I gave up on God, but I just knew that that church wasn't for me. And by the grace of God, I found the one that was. I took the time and effort to join um, a Catholic church, and I'm very happy with the decision that I made. And I'm glad that I moved on. I didn't stop loving God. I just knew that that wasn't where I was supposed to be. (laughs) That's an example of just... People completely telling you everything you can't do. And and that being a situation where I could have really just been like, maybe I shouldn't go to church. Like, And I was having all these feelings. And I told my mom about it and my brother and even my husband. Like, I just, I needed a signature for me to get my NMLS, right, for work last year. And I called the church and I asked the pastor if I could get the letter and instead of them directing my question to the main pastor I received a letter in the mail telling me why I wasn't going to get it because I hadn't been there since COVID 
Now, recognize I'm a member of the church and they said that to me. That, my friends, is an example of doubt. That, my friends, is an example of somebody treating you like you don't exist. And that, my friends, is an example of you understanding your value and saying, you know what, fuck this. And it might have been a church and I could have got really mad and I could have told the pastor or the father what they did to me. But it, it, you know what, I am a true believer in letting people show who they are. I don't really need to say anything and I don't really need to do anything. If you're a motherfucking bitch, everybody's going to find that out. I don't have to show it. You're going to show it yourself because you fucking suck. Right. And yeah, I said bad words and I'm Christian and I still said them because I don't have to hide. I don't have to use my Christianity not to be who I am. The Christianity is a part of me. It's who I am in my blood, in my soul, in my mind. It's a part of me. Star. Right. I don't use my Christianity and my faith and my belief in Jesus Christ to dictate anyone else's life and try to make people feel like I'm better than them because I'm not better than anybody. I'm a sinner just like you. And I am constantly learning every day. God uses me as a vessel for his light. And the only reason I am here doing this podcast tonight at this time is because God has given me a voice of reason and a voice not to be scared or fearful. These motherfuckers will come after you in the daylight and the dark. And doubt you and tell you everything you can't do and all the reasons you shouldn't want to be happy. And you know what you have to do? Deny them that and walk away. That's how you defeat doubt. Walk away. Doubt should fuel your mind so you understand your brilliance and your star power. And it sure did that for me. Because I made the best decision I ever made. I love Father Ford. I love our parish. I love our community. I am involved in the choir. And I'm involved in a bunch of other teams too. And I love all of it. And you know what? I don't have to kiss anyone's ass. I don't have to beg for someone to see my greatness and my hope and faith in me. Because everybody can resonate that. It's not fake. I do love Jesus Christ and I have given myself to God. He is my father and I follow him because I am I am his child. I talk about Jesus Christ all the time because I am a firm believer in him. And finding St. Peter Cathedral was the, just the biggest gift that I could have ever gotten. Having something to be a part of that's connected directly to my husband and his family that connects all of us together. And it's not just that connection. It's it's a true connection to Jesus Christ in a way I didn't think I'd be able to have. And now I have it, and now I know I can't live without it. I'm just so grateful that God gave me the chance and the opportunity to actually know what real love is from a church family. And I am so blessed to have that. So instead of me being mad or angry or feeling like I can't do anything and allowing fear to consume me and allowing dread and misery to consume me and tell me what I can't have. I had horrible experiences at that church with a bunch of people that thought they were too good for anybody else. And they were those flaunchy motherfuckers that like live in Europe that think their shit doesn't stink and they're tranchy. And they were those kind of people. Right. And they wanted to pretend like they weren't, but they were. Oh, I got married at this point. I had this many kids. I did this, blah, blah, blah. Constantly showing all the things they did. Not recognizing that maybe they should shut the fuck up. That, my friends, is an example of it. Doubt should fuel you to understand 
your power. So let your starlight resonate. Reading more things. I don't know. Like, I am a part of, like, five book clubs. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm failing right now. Like, I didn't read one of the books from the book clubs I'm on. And I feel bad. So I'm trying to read it in, like, three days to catch back up. Sometimes I skip the book if I don't really, really read it. I feel like if it's not something I'm interested in, like, why am I doing it? Like, that makes me just feel like, ugh. I don't know. What do you guys think about books? Would you rather read the book or are you okay, like, listening to it or having it digital? I like all of them. But I prefer, like, listening to it because then I don't have to, like, sit there and stare at the screen forever. But I like options. Moving on from that to watching things, Too Hot to Handle. I think there's a new season. Need to watch that. Tattoo Redo. Is that like where they fix the tattoos if they're done wrong? God, I probably need to get that done. I think that'd be very interesting. I love tattoos, so I think I'd like it. Um, love Never Lies. Insiders. I don't know. That sounds good, maybe. Set it up. I haven't seen that, but I'm willing to try. Virgin River. That's on Netflix. Looks pretty okay. Mom says she watched it. I'm willing to try it. Rough Diamonds. Again, I don't know anything about it, but I saw it on Netflix. Willing to try it. Imposters. Upshaws. Looks pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I'll definitely try that. And uh, Project Runway. Now, what is Project Runway about? Are they picking out the outfits and then they're like modeling them? Or is that specifically about the modeling of the runway? Ask somebody that likes fashion. Well, clearly, you know I like fashion because I like designer things. Ask somebody that likes fashion. What do you think Project Runway is? It's it's like you're picking out the outfit and then you're walking or like I've never seen it. So I don't know. So if you've seen it and you've got an explanation, like. Send a comment below and let your girl know what it's about. I'm still currently watching uh, Hell's Kitchen and the latest season I'm looking at. These people, you would assume if they're on Hell's Kitchen that they'd be better at, like, prep and, like, actually cooking and verifying that the meat is actually done the correct way. Medium rare, like, well done, like, a simple burger like a salad, you would assume those types of things would be cooked correctly, but they're just doing a lot of shit that I don't know about. Moving on from watching things to eating things with uh, food star. Winter fruit salad. I saw it on uh, Pinterest. Don't knock it till you try it. It might be good. Chocolate mound cake. So obviously you're going to need a chocolate batter and you want to get the mound um, like cake pan and pour it into that and that's how you make it the mound shape. I think I would add more chocolate into it to make it even more chocolater. I do like chocolate. I think we should try it. Buffalo chicken dipper taquitos. So obviously you want to make the buffalo chicken. You want to get tenderloins. You want to get buffalo sauce. You want to get jalapenos. You want to get ranch blue cheese. You want to chop up the chicken. You want to marinate that in jalapenos and like a spicy sauce. You want to take that out, put it in the air fryer, make sure the chicken is cooked correctly. You want to get tortillas. You want to first start with the hot sauce, then the chicken, then the ranch, then the cheese. Roll it up. I'd say if you're doing this for like you and your husband and your kids, maybe do like 15. If this is just for you and your friends, maybe 12. It's depending on how many people are going to eat this. Fuck it. I'd say go 20 here. If you're going to have more than that, go 40. You're going to roll them up. 
top them with cheese, shove that in the oven. You're going to cook that off for about eh, 25 minutes. Take it out. Boom. Then you get the, the blue cheese and the ranch. You make an even bigger dip. And now I'm telling you, you are going to love it. It is bomb. Mm. I love uh, chicken dipper taquitos, and I think you will too. Honey, garlic, chicken, and rice. So first you have to make a honey garlic sauce. So clearly, honey, garlic, hot sauce, jalapenos. Mix it together with a blend jet. Boom. Put that to the side. Then you're going to want to get the chicken. Again, boneless chicken tenders. You're going to want to lightly put them on a one pan. Not for a long time. So just like three minutes. Stop. Then you're going to get the sauce. Then you're going to cook the rest of it in the sauce. Then in another pan, you're going to make the rice. I'd go cauliflower rice, jasmine rice, or even sushi rice here. Because uh, sushi rice definitely has a great texture. Then after the chicken is done in the sauce, you plate the rice and you top it with the sauce and the chicken. Boom. Add some jalapenos or some peppers. I'm telling you, you're going to be very happy. That is how you make the chicken and garlic rice. Finally, creamy chicken piccata. Now... I don't know about creamy chicken piccata, so I can't tell you how to make it, but I could definitely tell you that you should try it, and you should look up the recipe on Pinterest or Pepper just like I did. My friends, the pod is ending. Thank you for tuning into this Thursday extended edition of Born to be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are, whether you are in Sweden, Germany, Russia, Taiwan, China, Korea, I mean Japan, well you know what I meant, Florida, fucking Antarctica, uh, Chile, um, Antarctica, even though I don't know why you'd want to be there, but um, people have done crazier things. Regardless of where you are on this planet called Earth, right, even if you're at the top of the planet and you're just hovering around it and you are able to listen to podcasts, thank you for tuning in if you are on the top of the planet. And thank you for tuning in if you're an alien too and you're not from this planet. I know if you're an alien, you're probably confused about what the hell is going on here. But regardless of that, don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. I see your light in the darkness because that's the only way I can see. And I hope that you can see mine too. Same place, same time tomorrow on Friday. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. The star power radiates through you. I'll see you guys tomorrow.